Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is Josh Baldwin, and I'm here with my good friend, Alex Bizignani. Alex, thanks for being with us today. Yeah, for sure. Hey, man, do do us a favor. Share with us a little bit about yourself. Um, Alex is a youth pastor, but share with us where you're a youth pastor and maybe share a little about your family. Yeah, so I am the youth pastor at the South Tulsa location. Shout out to South Tulsa Switch. Come on. And uh, I'm married to the amazing Mads, M-A-D-S. She's the best. Um, but yeah, we didn't grow up in Tulsa. We're originally from, I'm originally from Alabama. She's from Virginia. So, but we've been here for three years right. and I absolutely loved it for sure. You're from Alabama. How do you feel about Nick Saban? Um, the best, absolutely the best. Yeah, he is, he truly is. I, I feel like when we, uh, when we say our prayers and like, man, we gotta, we gotta make sure we always include Nick Saban in, in our, just praying for, just well, praying for Nick. Praying for Nick. Just so, just good that stuff. That could be a hashtag. Hashtag prayers for Nick. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. We thought that. Right, I love it. Now. I don't. I'll, I'll say this: there must be a lot of people praying for him. Okay. So I mean, <laughs> things seem to go his way often. Yes. Yes. Not, he is. I'm he for sure is the goat of all coaches. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. Okay. So, and I'm not an Alabama fan. I'm just a frustrated anyone other than Alabama fan. So, hey, I'm really, really glad that you joined us today. We'll talk uh, football on our other podcast. You know where we yes. do that. Yeah, it's our yeah. other one. Yeah. We'll think of the name by the end of this. Yeah, all that college football, NFL. Right, right. It's going to be great, um, especially since we're so, you know, good at it. Um, oh, for all right. sure. So, hey, so we'll, we'll kick it off with our, our leader question this week. It's a good question. It's, I love Switch, but I'm not sure if I love my role in Switch. Should I stick it out? I know we need leaders. I'm just not sure this is where I best fit. Good question. What do you think? Yeah, that is a great question. Um, I think for, for starters, um, I mean, I, I love the honesty in the question, right? Like, yep. and, and as a leader, as a switch leader, I think it's important to recognize that you know, when you signed up to, to serve and said, man, I do have a calling, I have a grace to pour into the, to the next generation, to middle school and high school students, through that process of orientation and background check, um, you didn't sign anything in like blood. <laughs> so like you're not right. locked, you're not locked down to some contract. And I actually do have them do that at my campus. But okay, it's except, good to know they do it yours. You're right, you're right. Except except for Josh. <laughs> right. But no, it's I think it's important to I, I love the question because I love the honesty and I would say have that conversation, have that open conversation with your switch pastor um because they truly only want what's best for you and um where you can show up every single week and know that you're making a difference serving where you're passionate and you're valued exactly where you're at and so i would definitely to answer the question i would definitely say talk to your pastor your switch pastor because they would love to know this um because they don't want you to be in a role that you're not excited about and whether that's on the switch team and or maybe not on the switch team. Um, but know this, that there are so many areas on the switch team where your passion can be not only utilized to to point where you feel like you're needed, um, but also move the ministry forward. 
And it could possibly be something that the ministry might be missing if you don't ask the question, if you don't start that conversation. So absolutely, that would be that would definitely be my challenge to that leader. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. I um, every every semester when we start off the year with a leader rally, um, I I tell my leaders like, hey, I want you to think about where you are. Like, are you are you passionate about what you're doing? Do you love what you're doing? It doesn't mean that there aren't going to be nights where you're like, man. I don't want to go tonight. It was a right. long day at work. I'm tired. Right. Like that's not, that, that doesn't show a lack of being passionate. That shows them a complete um, awareness of being human, right? right? And that you've just right. got, you've got a lot going on. You're tired. And sometimes we have to go, nope, I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm going to show up. And, um, and at the end of the night, people always say, man, I'm so glad I was here. Like, I'm so glad yeah. that I showed up. So there's, there's definitely times like that, but there's also times that we find ourselves in a place where we go, Hey, I'm not sure um, that I'm in my sweet spot right now, or maybe like, I'm not sure, like it used to be my sweet spot and I kind of feel like it's not anymore. And so here's the deal. This is what I always tell people. If, if you feel like you're not in your sweet spot or you're not loving what you're doing, or you just feel like, I don't think this is what I'm supposed to do anymore. Don't continue to, to have yourself in that place because there's so many other ways for you to contribute to Switch. So if you're going, man, I love Switch. I want to be a part of it. I just don't know if this is the right role. Well, gosh, like there's a lot of great roles. There's plenty of other ways. And and it's tough because if you stayed in a role you didn't love, just think about what what not only what you would be missing out on, but what Switch would be missing exactly. out on by, by being able to have you in a spot that is your sweet spot, right? That That is a place that you're able to really contribute um, to the mission in the way that God intended you to. So I absolutely agree. Talk talk to your team leader, your coaches, talk to your youth pastor, have that conversation. And a lot of times that leads to us then being able to find out like, hey, what what do you love? Like, what are you great at? And, right. and there may be something there, there may be something that the, your youth pastor has been looking for that you could be the, the perfect person for. Yeah, so. that's so good. Love that. Hey, man. So um, our topic today and actually the title of this podcast is how do you win the Super Bowl? OK, I'm going to be honest. Um, I didn't intentionally tie football into the beginning of this. Um, you just uh-huh. mentioned Alabama and I thought <laughs> Nick Saban. And now here we are. I know Nick Saban isn't winning Super Bowls, but who's to say he couldn't if he didn't want to, you know? For sure. It's just it's just a thought. He might be able to. So, topic is how do you win the Super Bowl? I know that on a Switch Leader podcast that sounds a little bit strange, so let me explain. Um, many of you have heard the very, very famous quote from Vince Lombardi. Some of you may not have, though. Vince Lombardi um, won five Super Bowls. Um, is a legend of NFL football coaches. Um, Most people have heard that name, at least, even if you didn't know who he was. Um, Vince Lombardi is known by walking into the locker room on the first day of training camp with the Green Bay Packers, holding up a football and saying, gentlemen, this is a football. And he's talking to professional athletes who have played football their whole life, and he is holding up in front of them a football, telling them that it is a football. And that seems a little bit like, oh, uh, uh, okay, yeah, uh, you may as well have held up a pencil and said, this right. is a pencil. And so it sounds really funny, but what he was saying is the fundamentals are important. The basics are important. And we are not going to build on a foundation of anything 
except the fundamentals. We say often that we need to block and tackle, do the basics, do those things really, really well. Vince Lombardi understood that. He led his team to understand that. And as a result, he, he won five Super Bowls. Um, Super Bowls aren't easy to attain. And so for him to have grabbed five of them says that he knew what he was doing. And so today I want us not, I don't want you to think of it as going back to the basics. I want, I want um, people listening to think of it as, no, we are refreshing ourselves on the basics. We are um, acknowledging how important the basics are. And some of these are things that maybe some of you actually haven't heard before and, or haven't thought about. Um, and then some of them are things that you've heard before and you're going to go, oh, like, man, yeah, that's, I remember us talking about that, but I got really busy and got distracted and maybe just swayed a little bit away from the basics. And so yeah. Alex, yeah. what I would love is if you, it, when we're talking about fundamentals, I think that um, as a youth pastor, we have certain things that we look at and we go like, man, these are really, really some important things that we'd want our team to know. For you, what would that be? Like if I said, let's let's go back to the basics, let's talk fundamentals. Will you give us some of those things that you would think about? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's I think it's so necessary to have this conversation, especially mid switch semester, you know, of the of the fall semester, because it's always good to be able to be have that refresher of of what are we doing here? <laughs> of like because things can get crazy, right? And like there's events and experiences that can just get make things exciting and it makes the schedule feel full. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree. If the fundamentals aren't done, then things can start slipping. And so it's a, it's a great refresher. But in my mind, when I think of, and as a switch leader, what are the basics? What are the, what are the foundational things that we need to take care of? I would say big, big three things would be this, the safety of the experience, the overall safety. And then I would say when it comes to the second is it comes down to the leaders and just everyone on the team is this idea of ownership and that reality of like, we're all here to show up um, and make sure we're being consistent. And then the last thing is just, man, we're going to have a lot of fun. Switch needs to be fun. Switch needs to be that place where students can let loose and, you know, take that. I always say like, take a deep breath and like, like have that moment where they're able to like know that they belong right there at switch. And so, so yeah, so to kick things off, you know, the first is safety. And when I think of safety as, as switch leaders, we just need to be reminded that there are parents who are entrusting us for an hour, you know, two hours with their students and with their, you know, children. And so it's really important that we make sure that we recognize that there is a weight to that, that there are parents that don't know us, you know, super well. Um, the goal is to to get to know them, but we might not know them super well. But they're entrusting us to make sure that their student are, is taken care of, is safe, um, but is also having a lot of fun. And so as leaders, I think it's important that we recognize that you have a part to play when it comes to the safety of the experience and making sure that you are refreshing yourself on what does it mean to be a switch leader? The idea of and one of the big one of the big values that we have at Switch for every leader that you went through that you heard about in the orientation in that training was we're going to create a safe place. We're going to make sure that Switch is a place where any student, any student can show up exactly where they are, 
and know that they have a seat at the table. That they can show up and they can goof around during the games. That they can build great relationships with their peers. That they can be put into an environment led by an adult who has gone through the training, who has gone through a background check. It's not a psychopath, and they are going to be able to be. <laughs> they're going to be able to be led by a great leader. Um, to dive deeper into their faith and what does it mean to know God and, and ask great questions and not just ask great questions, but have a safe environment to wrestle with those questions. You know, I, I love that you just set the bar so high. Like we I basically, <laughs> I, I think that's all you should have said that you should have even included all the other stuff. Just, just, we basically just want people that aren't psychopaths. Just like that's psychopaths. what we're looking for. Just, just don't <laughs> be an axe murderer. Oh my gosh. Okay. So when we're talking about creating a safe place, give us, um, I know that, you know, we obviously have some of the obvious, yeah, truly, we don't want you to be a psychopath. Um, but also like, like what are some of the things that we put in place, maybe like boundaries, expectations when we're talking safe place. I I also love that you said parents are entrusting us with their kids because it, it does raise the bar for, it helps us understand this is really important. This isn't just like, Kids are showing up and you're not. No, there are parents behind them that are entrusting us to make wise decisions on their behalf. And so that's really, really important. So what are some of the things that we put in place? Yeah. And uh, so one of the one of the big things I think about is the two adult policy is making sure that you are having that awareness of if you're in, in a room with another student. There needs to be another adult leader, switch leader. and I want to make sure I'm being very clear because that does not mean that there's a lack of trust with you as the leader. Um, That doesn't mean that we don't um, think that you could handle a a one-on-one conversation. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything, everything to do with the idea that we want to make sure you as the leader are protected, but also that student is protected. It all goes back to that safety. Um, And so that's one big one that I think about. And I would even say too, with that, that is physical rooms. Um, and I would even say with our day and age, it's also digital rooms. It's, you know, it's making sure that in, in those one-on-one text messages, we're, we're really figuring out a way to, to, you know, not really have those one-on-one and, and include more group text environments. And there are leaders on teams that a part of their role is to step in and be that second adult for those group texts. And so I think that's a big one that needs to be recognized. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's really really important. I think that um, it is, it's kind of the world we live in. And we know that we know that that's a big way that we communicate with students is, is going to be through technology. Um, And, and hopefully, you know, lots of of small groups have a co-leader, right? So there's two of you, you're a co-leader, you're in this together. And so you may have a group text with all your students and there's two adults in there and that's great. Um, But if not, recognize that there's other people on your team that maybe would be willing to do that. There's people on support teams within oh, switch absolutely. that are, you know, that cover two or your welcome team or hospitality that do other things that aren't helping lead a small group, but would be willing to step in and go, Hey, if you need somebody to be that for you, I'd, I'd love to, to be a part of it and help, help create that accountability space. So I think yeah. that's really good. And I think in those spaces too, where things do get more like if a student reaches out to you and is wanting to have that or, or wanting to have that one-on-one conversation nine times out of 10, it's probably something serious. You know, it's probably something that they were not feeling comfortable to maybe share 
amongst a small group. And I think that's okay. Those those conversations are 100% welcomed. We have we, we right. love those conversations. But but having them in the right environment is so important. And then on top of that, it's also recognizing and using wisdom as switch leaders. And when that conversation goes in a certain direction, if it hits if it hits certain topics, it needs to be reported. And that's that kind of goes along the lines of mandatory reporting is if that conversation bleeds into any sort of hint or flat out, they just tell you of any sort of abuse within the home um, or any sort of self-harm, drug use, being sexually active, whatever that might look like, or even diving into their sexual preferences and things like that, those type of conversations where even if they hint at it, you need to man. It's a it's a mandatory reporting situation, um, and like I said earlier, it is it has nothing to do with the fact that we don't trust you as a switch leader. It has everything to do with the fact that we want to make sure you're protected as the leader, but then also that student is protected and getting the the best next steps possible. And that just that happens best when when the pastors are able to um, the switch pastors able to step in and support you as the leader and come alongside you to get that student the best next step possible. Absolutely. That's our job. So that's that's sure. part of what we're there for is to be on your team. And so when something like that happens, we we deal with it often, and which means that we've got some um, experience in dealing with it. And we want to be able to be on your team and make sure that we love that student well through whatever they're going through. So, hey, that's, that's really great stuff. I love creating a safe place. Um, what would be, I think you said that you got three things. Um, so, yeah, what, so what would be that next thing? Yes, the second is ownership and that consistency. It's man realizing that you as a switch leader have such a crucial role. Switch would not exist without you. And the the idea that and when we show up to switch, we are not babysitters. We are not uh, you know, an additional parent for some of us or parents just in general. You know, we're that's not our roles. We're here to help these students um, grow closer to God and learn how to love people better. And so one of the best ways we can do that is just be reminded that and take a, take the stance of ownership of, and this is not just the ministry that I serve at, but this is the ministry that God has entrusted me with. It does not mean that just because you're a volunteer leader means that you're less of a leader than someone else. Um, there's not that hierarchy structure. And so when you see things happening at Switch that you know flat out are not right, you know, some kids giving a, right. another kid a noogie in the auditorium, like, <laughs> like, please, please step in, you know, and, and that's a, that's, a, that's a more extreme maybe example, but it's this idea that you do not have to go, you know, tap the shoulder of the switch pastor and say, Hey, there's something wrong that's happening. And you, right. like, you need to go sit, f- figure it out. Um, no, you I mean, you have full authority you have been, I don't know, this might be, you've been knighted, right? Like you've been given the authority, it. you've been given the authority to handle that conversation with truth, but also with grace. And we trust you as a leader that you've gone through the right training. Um, the conversation might not be perfect. That interaction might not be perfect, but none of us are perfect. And what we can do is recognize that um, we can always get better, but it starts with having the willingness to step in and have ownership of that. And that also means just being consistent is, and you have a vital role playing, uh, to play at switch. Um, and it starts with you just showing up 
And so consistency is a, is a massive, massive uh, component to this idea of, man, you are not just a part of a ministry. God has entrusted you to help own it. Right. Absolutely. It makes me like think if you owned a business, would you just show up every once in a while or would you show oh, yeah. up consistently to make sure it succeeds? Right. And so, yeah, that's a great um, example. It, I, I love ownership. I think that I, I would take it even a step further and say, hey, are there areas in switch that you look and go, man, I think that potentially I could contribute in a way that that could make this area better. And it doesn't oh, mean yeah, that you yeah. just take charge and you go tell the youth pastor like, Hey, I think I know how to do your job better than you. And this is everything, right? That's not what I'm saying. Right. What I'm saying is sometimes I think, I think that we have a tendency to, to keep quiet and not even share things when we have ideas because we think, Oh, it's not mine. Like that's his or that's hers. And they, they should own it. When in reality, as youth pastors we're going, Hey man, if you've got an idea, like maybe it's not the right time. And I'll tell you if it's not, but maybe it is. So like, don't, right. don't hold back. Tell me, like, if you've got something that, if you um, know of a way that you could contribute to our ministry, something that you're great at, maybe it's something you do at work that you could, you could contribute. Tell us, like we want to know. And yeah. so I, I love it um, when, when leaders are truly owners. Um, so now moving yeah. on to the last one, number three, yeah. on that for us. Yeah. The last thing is, and within what I would say is really the, the blocking and tackling the foundation of what we do um, safety, ownership, and consistency, and the last one is fun. And switch, switch Have needs some to be, fun. Yeah, switch needs to be fun. It needs to be that experience where students can can show up from their their from their day and be able to just walk through the, those doors and know that they're going to be able to have a good time. And so, I think sometimes it's it's always a good refresher for all of us to have and be reminded that within all the details, within all the the timing and the, the, the things that are non-negotiables, um, the values, they're all so incredibly important and have a place at the table. But fun has a big seat at the table. And uh, we as the leaders, we are the ones that set the tone for the fun. Um, and so yep, be reminded, we, we know that, you know, y'all have, a, a lot of leaders have um, jobs and are class, going in school and, and, and like your own families. And there's a lot going on in, in your own world. and um, things might not be great every single day and it might fall on a switch on a switch night. And so there might be nights where you roll into switch and you're like, you know what? I am, I just had a rough day. Um, and I think that's, I think that's okay to say and, and recognize, but then also being able to say, okay, I recognize that I had a hard day, but also God, you've entrusted me to be here. God, you've given me the authority and the passion to serve these students. And even though I might not feel like being here and have the biggest smile on my face, there's a student who is waiting on me that might not even know me. There's a student waiting on me for, to set up an experience where they can feel welcomed and where they can be, feel relaxed by helping them know that this is a fun experience. And I'm the one that sets the tone for that, for their experience. to hopefully, God willing, there be one more uh, reason for them to get connected. One more reason for them to listen during the message. One more reason for them to listen to that call to Christ and, and move in that prompting. And God willing, receive Christ at the end of the night. And I think fun has a massive is a massive component and element to the experience that helps students be able to feel more relaxed and comfortable, so that they can be more open to the truth of God's word. And so, you bet. I, yeah, I love it. Yeah. 
Absolutely, man. It makes me think, um, you know, if you guys think back to when you were a teenager and there was that youth ministry where um, all the adults that served in the youth ministry, you know, they didn't really seem like they wanted to be there, but they wanted to talk to you about Jesus. Yes. Do you remember how much you wanted to go yes. there? Because it was so much. No, you don't remember <laughs> because that was lame and no one wanted to go to that youth ministry. And hopefully exactly. that church is still around. Right. But no, here's the deal. We are um, we are in youth ministry, right? Like we, so like when you find yourself, when a theme night's coming up, this is what I tell my leaders, like we're having one this coming week, when a theme night's coming up and you find yourself in a place where you're going, I don't know if I want to dress up. Like that's kind of a kid thing. Welcome to youth ministry <laughs> where we dress up and do kid things, right? Exactly. And so have fun, create an environment where they have fun. If you've got a group that you're going like, you know, my group really never wants to dress up and have fun. We have theme nights. Could it be because you never want to dress up, right? Like yeah. do your best to be bought in, have fun, find that kid um, that you used to be and just laugh and, and enjoy it and be okay with laughing at yourself sometimes. So, yeah. hey, um, Alex, thank you so much for joining us, man. Of course. Um, it's so good to talk with you. I know that we will have you on again to cover some other things. I appreciate your time. And Let's do it. Um, for, for everyone else, I just want to say, man, thank you all so much for joining us. Um, we we love getting to connect with you on the Switch Leader Podcast. Remember, if you have questions or topic ideas, please email them to switch at life.church. We would love to cover some of the topics you have in mind. Thanks again for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will become tomorrow.